0: Conclusion. Knowing Beyond Words. Quotation from Rumi, Sufi Tradition. Seek water constantly, O man of dry lips, for your dry lips give witness that in the end you will find a fountain. The lips' dryness is a message from the water. If you keep on moving, without doubt you will find me. Before visiting a museum, it is always helpful to know something about the paintings you are going to see. Many guidebooks are written for this purpose, and it is certainly worthwhile reading them. But have you ever noticed how some museum visitors spend more time thumbing through their guidebooks than actually looking at the paintings themselves? It's almost as though they deliberately want to fill their minds with facts and figures because they are afraid to simply stand before a work of art and allow the beauty it reflects to penetrate directly into their souls. And yet, if a work of art is ever to be truly understood, such utter nakedness is precisely what is called for. All the rest is merely a preparation for this moment. Like a museum guide, this book is also filled with a lot of facts and figures, and there is a danger it can be misused in exactly the same way, for what is true of art is even more so of spiritual practice. This is why Bishop Ignati wrote this of the Christian seeker in the last stages of the path. Finally, he becomes a child, as he is commanded in the gospel, and is made a fool for Christ's sake. That is, he loses the false reason of the world and receives from God a spiritual understanding. Likewise, Lalishwari advised her disciples, Even though you have knowledge, become like a fool. Even though you have eyes, become blind. Even though you have ears, become deaf. For in that state there is no knowledge, no meditation, no Shiva or Shakti. All that remains is that. And Lao Tzu declared, Unlike others, I am silent and give no sign, like a baby before it has begun to smile. My mind is that of a fool, utterly empty. The purpose of this book has been to help prepare you to receive this spiritual understanding and attain that which becomes supremely available in death, precisely because in passing through its gate, our minds are finally made empty, so that we can once again be filled with that wonder and awe known only to fools and children. Therefore, use the teachings contained in this book to orient yourself to death's landscape, to read the signs along the way, and to focus your attention on the divine mystery that lies beyond. But do not cling to these teachings like a nervous museum-goer, For where there be prophecies, they shall fail. Where there be tongues, they shall cease. Where there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. Death reveals that which is perfect. In order for this revelation to take place, however, That which is in part must, as the Apostle Paul said, be done away with. When this happens to you, do not be alarmed. As you enter death's terrain, it may seem at times like you are journeying through a totally foreign country. But in your heart of hearts you know this is not so. Why? Because you have already been there. Death is that eternal land from which you came before you were born into this world of metaphors and dreams, pleasure and pain, suffering and woe. You have only become confused and forgotten it, that's all. But now it doesn't matter. Now none of it matters, because now you are going home. And yet, truly speaking, you aren't going anywhere, because in reality you are, always have been, and always will be, consciousness without end. Peace.